0: Welcome to another episode of When As One Gospel Love Edition. I'm Aviance. I'm Caitlin.
1: I am Aramis, and I am Coach D.
0: Oh, you got to go last this time. You feel good?
1: I'm last last time.
0: Yeah, I know, but we had to kind of like wait it out to see if you was gonna go or not.
2: (laughs) Oh man, and we had to go like counterclockwise. Yeah, it was just a
0: little. It's
1: (laughs) not not about feeling good. Is okay. Is so to,
0: so today <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, we're going back uh, to defining marriage again. So explain to us why this is important to go back to defining marriage yeah, again. Uh,
1: uh, I, I don't I'm not quite sure, but um, you know, as we were as we were uh, going through our coffee in the morning club, you know, obviously we, we, we kinda summarized our coffee in the morning club conversation. Um on, on our podcast, and mm-hmm. we kind of go through everything that we discuss and I think we we talked about defining marriage on the podcast one time before. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we had if we went through uh like we're going through it in coffee in the morning club and I mentioned it a lot um in in detail i mean not I'm sorry not in detail, but in reference to other stuff, but I don't know if we've ever taken the time to really get into. The importance of defining marriage and how most couples, when they go into marriage, they don't talk about like like they don't define it. You know, if if, you know uh, husbands, wives, men, women, you know, when you grew up, you had this 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 idea of what you thought marriage was and what you or what you wanted your marriage to be, you know, whatever that was, you know, and so. Uh, um, a lot of times, though, it, the current state of uh, <laughs> the marriage don't line up, <laughs> right? Right, and and um, I remember talking to a um, a wife one time, and um, you know, they, were, her and her husband was going through some things, and 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 uh, you know, she just broke down. You know, this is not what I envisioned my marriage to be. I I always thought my marriage would be this, and she just was going, boom and and, and 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 as I was listening to it. Um, the thought came to me one I don't know how realistic her expectation was
3: mm-hmm. when
1: it came to marriage and two and two the woman that you are currently wouldn't yield the marriage you dreamed of having as a as a, as a young girl
3: mm.
1: right because I knew her and I knew some of her you know struggles and challenges when it came to being a wife right who you are as a wife like, like marriage is not the problem mm. like the institution of marriage is not the problem Mm. The people that are that are <laughs> the, under the umbrella <laughs> yeah. of marriage that they're the problem. But marriage is not the problem, right? God has given us everything we need in, in the in the uh spirit of love and the power of love and the law of love to enable us to function under marriage. We have challenges adapting and allowing that love to to grow us into, you know, uh, heroic husbands or or wondrous wives, right? We have that challenge. And and that's that's a requirement uh, um, for for having the marriage that most people grew up dreaming about.
0: Now, this is the interesting thing, because even though we're about to define marriage right now, I feel as if people are actually going to redefine marriage in order for it to work for them.
2: Well, I, I don't I don't think that you can I don't think that you can do that. Outside they can come of the up, they realm can come of their, their own, own definition, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Outside yeah, the realm right. of their own understanding, like <laughs> right. so. So, Kayla and I were watching. Um, we were watching Love Is Blind last night. I love it, and it's it is good so far. But which one?
0: American, Brazil. Which
2: one? There's there's more there's oh, more. Yeah. Okay, okay, yep, okay. Okay, putting a song. Okay. appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, but so with the the American one, and there there was a, a lady in there, and she was talking about how she wanted to you know set boundaries for 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 their mm-hmm. engagement, their marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And and in in her mind, that's what defining the marriage is. You see what I'm saying? It's all relative to to their level of understanding. So for her, it defining their marriage is establishing boundaries which is wrong Mm -hmm. because there shouldn't be any you know any closed doors or anything like that in marriage right Mm -hmm. but but the 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 mindset that she had was right in a way but it was it was only going to take them so far you know Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's it's just relative to her understanding
1: when you say when you say what when she's talking about boundaries what what kind of boundaries so she,
2: she she didn't really go into defining exactly what they were but she she wanted to she wanted she wanted it to be known that that there was there was going to be a, a a standard set of you know expectation behavior um areas that that they made sure to respect you know just that's the Mm -hmm. kind of impression that i got from Mm -hmm. how she was saying it Mm -hmm. is that she just wanted there to be an understanding of you know how they would treat each other you know what areas that they wouldn't you know push or press on or, or what areas that they would just have an understanding to you know be easier in you know that that kind of deal mm-hmm. and, and so that's kind of what got me thinking about um, you know what you were saying as far as defining marriage I think that's perfect because nowadays that is everybody's idea of defining marriage is I have to set standards and boundaries right which is completely different yeah. from defining yeah. marriage yeah and,
1: and, and there are there are some aspects or elements in uh, defining marriage that 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 have certain boundaries or limitations built into it. But but what you're saying, I I understand what you're saying. You know, some people take that like their their idea of boundaries is really their way of maintaining their space. Right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. It's really their way of being able to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right. That's that's their idea of a boundary. Okay, like like when I get up on Saturday morning and I want to, you know, (sighs) uh, watch football. Don't you can't interrupt (laughs) that time. (laughs) So what (laughs) you're saying
0: is that they're they're basically still trying to keep their. Individuality.
1: Yes. Right? Yes, they, they, that's not, it. And and what that does is that prevents them from moving into the goal of oneness, marriage. Yeah. Right? right, which is oneness. And and th- therein lies the the um the prevailing the prevailing wedge that drives a husband in one direction and a wife in another direction is is when there's no there's no moving into it toward oneness, then you can enjoy the built in um characteristics of oneness like like when God said the two shall become one inside of that oneness is everything a lover is looking for inside of the oneness is everything a lover is looking for whatever it is that you envision as a young girl whatever it is you envision as a as a as a man from a from a from your marriage inside of oneness is everything that you desire as a as a lover or as a husband and a wife and when you're not moving toward that then you, you 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 sense that this isn't what I thought this is lacking this or this doesn't have you know uh, our definition and our definition of marriage
0: well probably before you go into that yeah okay no <laughs> so what what I love is that I love how I see you and Leslie y'all have no space and even right they have no space right? oh no so even to today like when Leslie called and she was like what's the problem you was like what yeah. You ain't, you ain't answering my phone call. And I just love it because it's like, hey, hey,
1: <laughs> okay? Whatever space you, know,
0: you think you got, yeah, ain't no space.
1: Ain't you know better answer my call. You, know, it's you, like, know, it's you just know what I love about that? You <laughs> know, and, 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 and I hope my husband's catch this. What I love about that is for her to have the mindset that she can say that.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's like, it's I like, love it. It's like yo, yeah. yo. It's you like, ain't yo. got no space. But yeah, so I, I love the, <laughs> I love the, the, the. Um, I don't know how how I, how I would describe that, but I, I love the confidence, audacity, the boldness, the, 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 the audacity like, yeah. to yeah. be able to to be able to say that and say it in a way that listen, you you need to respond to me. You know? <laughs>
2: well, because like, you've done your job at that point,
1: right? Because
2: you know. you you're supposed to confirm and affirm, and, and yeah. all of that stuff builds that confidence in her to feel like if she comes at you like that. She's not going to There's not going to be any love lost Right You know right, what I mean right. Like it's just going to continue on Because you're doing your
1: job Right I love that No it's, That's a great 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 observation But just I don't know that, that I love that That's it's like <laughs> as, as Emma just said The culture that we've created The culture that we've created Has Has produced that way of thinking in her like you have some some relationships where where the wife wouldn't dare call and, and approach the husband in that manner because mm-hmm. ain't no telling what he might say to right. her. But that that's not marriage. That's not marriage. And it's a it's a it's a real thing um to be able to and it's a it's an inspiring thing. It's an invigorating thing for 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 a wife or a husband to be able to call, contact their spouse and be like, "Yo, what what? <laughs> yeah, what, what's going on?" Like, like 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 I I not only do I have the right to be saying this? Mhm. Um, but I have, I have the confidence and I'm comfortable to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable enough in the love that we have that where I can, I can pull you to the side and say, listen, you better answer my phone call. (laughs) Right. Right. right? So no, it's, it's a beautiful thing. That's, that's a different way you know, a lot of people these days, they, you know, they don't think like that. They're like, Mm -hmm. what? Don't talk to me like that. Why are you calling me like that? You don't need to be in my business. I'm gonna be home when I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. You don't
2: own me. Yeah. That's
1: a big one. Wow. They say that? (laughs) Yeah. And they married? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. they gotta read their Bible. They ain't <laughs> a song about it and everything. <laughs> These man. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Wow. You don't right. own me. Yeah. You don't yeah, own, you me. Don't own
0: yeah. me. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: You know that's. I mean that's that's. uh What is it? The first first wife's wife club. club. I actually love that yeah. movie. But yeah, that's song. It's, it's that's a whole song. song. You, don't you don't
1: own me. You don't own
0: me. You don't own me. I mean, granted, they they were divorced, but that's you know that's that's the idea though. Is that no cool. man owns you? Yeah, that's
1: part of the divorce culture though. You know, one thing we talk about all the time and. Hey, what's up, fam? Today's Winners One podcast is brought to you by our Coffee in the Morning Club. Listen, they say right now the divorce rate is anywhere between 58 and 62%, depending on the community or the culture you grew up in. But they say that rate is drastically reduced if you are a couple who finds a community of like-minded couples. We have a Coffee in the Morning Club marriage enrichment community of couples who are driven to have a faith Based marriage this is a marriage that's based upon the principles that god ordained for marriage to be about if you want your marriage to be drastically reduced from running into chaos confusion and trouble you need to join this community it's our coffee in the morning club community that will enrich you and empower you and strengthen you to win and make marriage easy and our coffee in the morning club is, is like 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 the divorce culture Mm-hmm. right golf our gospel love movement and our coffee in the morning club and everything we do on our gospel of banner is designed to rescue marriages from the divorce culture most folks we started this um we started this promotion called it's not your fault most folks don't even realize that they're they've submitted to a divorce culture that that will that 60% currently it's like 57% that's we can say close to 60% now that's six out of ten marriages in the divorce. Like the divorce culture is designed to produce divorce.
2: Well, I don't I don't think I don't think there's any outside of what we're doing, I don't think there's any training available to prepare a woman for what came after um, you know the the, the period of women empowerment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I think I think And this is just me kind of thinking through and my observation and all that doesn't have to be accurate. But looking at how that period affected everybody, it was women fighting for their rights. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you have to fight that hard for something that that is owed to you Mm -hmm. in, in the beginning, there's oftentimes a tendency to now try to be as opposite of what affected you that way as possible, mm. right? And and that takes a toll on societal culture from there because if you look at how that affects a man, it's like, well, I ain't putting up with that.
1: Right. Like, right.
2: I'm not comfortable with that. I know my role as a man in a household, and if you're going to be the opposite of what a wife is supposed to be, well, then... Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I'm saying, and that that yeah. that's what birthed that divorce culture.
1: And and a, and a big, part of the problem is, is we got to go back to the original way of thinking. Yeah, most husbands or and wives don't really understand what the functionality and the role of a husband is. Like who who knows what it means to love your spouse as Christ and love the church.
3: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how many people you know talking about that I'm still <laughs> learning yeah, yeah.
1: who knows what it means to husbands to leave their father and mother and cleave to their spouse like yeah. like, like, that's that's Nobody's revelation so knowledge they ain't, nobody. They ain't nobody they nobody hacking at the leaves most right. folks are just hacking at the leaves they, 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 I listen to people all the time it's like these folks they just, they just <laughs> and, and no, no offense to them the people, we know what we know right. we know what we know and, and, and we know what we know there's things that I know today that I wish I would have known nine years ago so I can coach y'all into something different. Mm-hmm. Like but but we know, we know. But most folks, they just they ain't talking about it. It's that.
0: so interesting. I think maybe like two out of ten, every two out of ten, Papa D may be like, yo, that man right. But... Eighty percent, eighty percent, yeah, eighty
2: yeah, yeah, percent of what he
1: listens
2: to, man. don't on what they talking about. They just talking. They wrong. They wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Eighty percent of what he
0: listens to.
3: I
1: mean, wrong. it's just you know, and that's just what it is. And, and that don't mean I know everything, but I, I know, I know, I know what I know. I, that's, I you know, know the word. Know. I know, you know what, what I know, <laughs> and it starts. <laughs> in, it starts with the word of God. Yeah. And and I mean, if you're talking about marriage, it's like you know, they just, they just, they just hacking at these. They just. You know, but that's what they know. They, they, they've they learned counseling techniques and they, you know, know what they know. But see, you got to go to the source. You got to go to the original way of thinking, right. you know, and as a husband or as a wife, if you have expectations uh, for your spouse and you don't even know what you haven't. you never you never understood God's definition for a wife. You never understood God's definition for a husband. You never understand God's defining of what marriage is supposed to be. And God is always about defining things. He's gave He's given everything definition mm-hmm. because there's power in that, there's clarity in that, there's conciseness in that, there's functionality in that, there's there's limitations in that, there's freedoms in that. There's and if you, if you don't understand the definition of marriage, then how are you talking about what somebody's supposed to be, right? Most husbands, most husbands aren't really looking for a wife; they're looking for a mama. Yeah, come on. Right, they're looking for a mama. They're not looking for a wife.
2: Does definition directly, directly reveal purpose
1: yes definition so so when we look at how we define things from god's perspective we look we got to look at how adam first named the animals adam's Mm. naming gave definition Mm. it also revealed purpose Mm. it also revealed function Mm. right when you look at a giraffe Adam named the giraffe according to what he saw the functionality and the purpose and 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 what he was called or what the giraffe was was supposed to be and how it was supposed to operate in the earth. And that's how everything is. When, when and Adam Adam got his his ability to do that from the image and likeness in which he was created. When we go all the way back to the beginning, really creation was about was about God giving definition to the things that was created. Right? It's about giving definition. The idea of light means to to illuminate. It means to animate. It means to bring alive. It means to cause funk cause to function. That's the idea of let there be light. It's the, he gave definition to the to the to the chaos. He brought clarity. He brought clarity to the chaos. Some of the some of the things that uh we definition does is it uh it, it, when you define it, it brings clarity, it gives meaning, it gives value, it creates boundaries, it gives character, it causes, it gives purpose, direction, and function. And and when God, when in the beginning, when God saw that, uh, when God did that, it was like you know the 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 the, the earth was without form. That word form means to be confused and chaotic and empty and desolate, right? It was a, it was to go to a waste area. It was without purpose. To be void means to be without purpose. When God said, "Be let there be light," it, it gave character and animation and purpose to creation. So when you define marriage, what are you giving it? You're giving it purpose You're giving it mm-hmm. function You're giving it definition You're giving it You know Limitations You're giving it freedoms You're giving those things And And even In in the In the And uh, what you were talking about In defining things And God giving it Limitations and boundaries mm-hmm. Is not Is not For um, My benefit More When we do it Like as you described It's yeah. more for my benefit Right But when God gave The fish boundaries It was for the fish's benefit Right Right, it was for the fish to stay healthy. It was for the fish to function properly. But if we well, in marriage, we don't when we when we when we're setting boundaries or limitations, it's for my benefit.
2: Right, mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's for my pleasure.
2: Because right? I still want to keep a lot of the same stuff yeah. that I was doing before. Right, mm-hmm. I, I
1: I really I really if we really if we really want to be like like in your face about it, I really I really want to maintain the privilege of being single <laughs> while I'm married. That's it. I mean, that's that's really what what it comes down to. Folks yeah. really are about staying uh single more than they are being married. Right? And 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 you know, you know, you say that to people that they ain't ready for that. You know what <laughs> <they>? <laughs> you mean? No, 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 you still you trying to stay single. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: You want to still live single but be married. Right? Yeah. You want to live like you you want to think like you thought when you're single. That's why we said identifying as a lover is, is foundational.
2: Well I have a question about that, because one yeah. one of the things we saw on on uh, on the show last night was, um, there was, there was a, there was a conversation between another couple and, um, you know, the, the woman asked about, um, you know, does he still talk to his, his exes and, and, you know, what, what's his relationship with his friends? How, you know, how often do they go out and stuff like that? So when you talk about, um, people using those boundaries to kind of keep their, their single tendencies, what, what does it look like from, from, I mean, first and foremost, let's be clear. X is out the window. Yeah, that's silly. Right? That's dumb. That's dumb. Right? silly. Whatever excuses for that, there are none. Yeah. But the friends situation. Like, a lot of friends that I had, a lot of friends that Caitlin had just kind of, if they wasn't with, you know, building with us, they just kind of fell off. Mm -hmm. Like, we weren't, we, we eventually stopped like, making time to go spend with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the friends the friends that we have now oh, are... they
1: single friends you're talking
2: about? Um, they, yeah, they, but they had girlfriends that they were with for a while. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't like they they're were... They're still single. I don't correct. No, they're correct. Still single. But they're I'm just... I'm, thinking. Single. I guess I'm asking from the standpoint of, you know, what does that look like, the the, the dynamic of making time to go spend with friends and how often that happens and, and, and how does that relate to... Those boundaries? Like, how, how do you determine what's right and what's wrong with that? Well, I, I think one of the, the first things
1: you'd start with is it's, it's not about, it's not a matter of being right or wrong, mm. right? The scripture says this it says, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. Mm. So, that word expedient means to be beneficial, right? Gotcha. To, be, to cause growth, to be profitable. Yeah. So, when it comes to what you're asking, we got to always start from the standpoint of not what's right or wrong, but what's more beneficial to my marriage. Right? What's going to make my marriage end up being what it is that it's supposed to be? What's more beneficial? Is it more beneficial to surround myself or go hang out with men who think like single men? Or is it more beneficial for me to go hang around with husbands who think like lovers and husbands who, who like, like they're supposed to? Right. Right. It's about what's more beneficial than what's right or what's wrong, because you can always justify right or wrong, you can always justify something. Right, you, but 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 when it comes to what's been more profitable, now now it be your 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 wiggle room becomes less. Mm-hmm. You know when it comes to uh, you know me being able to wiggle around something. Mm-hmm. Right, no, that's
2: good because that 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 thought process leads you to the the main thing that you have to figure out, which is what's the definition and the purpose of your marriage. Right, because mm-hmm. if you know that then that decision becomes that it becomes mm-hmm. a lot easier right that's why we always get
1: we, we say we got to define marriage that's right. why we got to we got to define it and and again uh, most most couples haven't even even heard of the idea of defining their marriage we're just going to get married right? we're just going to go do it
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like most people usually they they pick the person who they don't mind spending the most time with like as
1: far as to get married yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like huh, you know, I, I mean, like to it, be around them a lot.
1: that's a whole another that's a whole nother conversation. Why people pick certain people uh, to get married? I mean, I, I I just I just don't believe in that concept. I don't, don't believe <laughs> just pick who wait, you want. No, nah, <laughs> just pick who you want to pick to get married. No, that guy got to be in that thing, man. Yeah. It can't just be oh oh I like the way she do this I like the way she said this oh like, let's get married no man that ain't, that ain't how that thing works. But is a three fold cord. It's not easily broken. Mm-hmm. See, the reason you have folks getting married is you got two fold cord because ain't no God in it. Ain't no God in it at all, right? When you have, when you have the Spirit of God as the, as the primary cord and you wrapping yourself around what the institution of marriage was and what's the and definition of God's definition of marriage, now that threefold cord becomes <coughs> unbreakable. You said something on, on the previous podcast. Uh, it might have been when we were talking about, I think, about identifying as lovers, and we were breaking down the details of that, and you said when a person has that mindset, when they, when they understand that, it's so much harder for them to get divorced and i said that's exactly right right when you identify as a lover and you understand the power that's connected to that when you define marriage and when you get together and you define marriage we're meeting with couples now and we're going through the definition of marriage and and it's it's fascinating to me how fascinated they are when you start talking about (laughs) defining marriage it's like it's like it's like it's like a deer in the headlights like what like right. like, what are you talking about <laughs> like no but that's that's what we have to understand everything everything was designed to be defined and when you don't have definition you have chaos you have unfruitfulness you have confusion you have you have purposelessness you have people lost right you have a wife don't know what like without like what without a, without, a, without a vision without definition there's a there's a collapse there's a breakdown there's disruptions in the flow of what marriage is supposed to be, which eventually ends in divorce.
0: So this is the interesting thing. So I had did a story. I wanted to know people's thoughts. I said, do you believe that the church prepared you well for your marriage? Nobody responded. Yes, nobody. And I think it's just so interesting. <laughs> oh, they're <good> face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what have you done, Honey? What have you done?
0: I just think it's so interesting because honestly, I and maybe this is another question I want to ask, but when people get married in a church, I feel like they 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 may have a sense of my marriage is now blessed. God, God blesses it. I did it in front of I did it in front of God, and, that, and now yeah. God is in the midst. So now we're we're set free. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <man>. That's stupidity. <laughs> 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 I call that stupidity. <laughs> that's stupidity. But this this is
0: the thing, no papa. D. I, but that's I what really they get from the pulpit. Right. Because no, because they people that think- lead
1: thee. What did you got? Jeremiah's message was to the nation of Israel. And God told Jeremiah said, the folk y'all following, is causing you to error. He was talking, Jeremiah, go tell the people, these religious folk y'all following, is causing you, they that lead thee, cause thee to the error. That's what God told Jeremiah to tell the people. That same message echoes, sentiment echoes today. As we alluded to earlier, just listen to, listen to some of the folks we're talking about. They got a million followers and they talking about, you know, go just whoever you pick to marry. What? Right? That's the first problem right there. Like God got to be in that. First and foremost. And they're saying all kinds of stuff. It's just, but people are following them because we don't know better. Right? They don't know better. They're going to follow that stuff. Right? Like, Like, I love asking people this question. When they get to that saying stuff, I say, well, wh- why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? <laughs> well, because that's what my mama said. Mama could have been dead wrong. That's not the foundation for why you should be basing and believing what you believe about marriage. Like, why do you, why, why, or even when they say, well, I believe this, well, why do you believe that? Oh, be, When they start off like that, I can stop. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Anything less than thus saith, the scriptures say this, then you, 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 you building on singing saying, right? And I'm talking about people from in leadership positions, and that's the issue. No, the church isn't hasn't prepared couples properly before to get married because we we don't know what it means to identify as a lover. I I don't know no no marriage prerequisite. Um, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, when you get uh, pre-marital? pre-marital counseling, that's talking about defining marriage, mm-hmm. like like. We- Hey, what's up? Coach D here. Listen, I got something I need to say to you real quick. Listen, marriage is made for lovers. Now, once you understand that marriage is made for lovers and you're not listening to them folks that keep saying you need more than love to make marriage work, you have to identify as a lover. Once you identify as a lover, now you got to learn what love is. Guess what? We have something for you that can help you understand exactly what love is in its most comprehensive nature. It's so much more than just an emotion. But you got to get the book to find out exactly what God's intent was for love and how it functions. Thanks. Get the book. God bless. We've searched this thing high and low. Ain't nothing on the Internet. Ain't nobody talking about. It. I've called a uh, colleague like like ain't nobody talking about identifying as a lover. Right. Nobody understands those things. We just hacking at the leads, man. And it's causing 60 percent of the folks in the church. Right. Like our primary avatar is faith based marriages. It's people who claim Jesus as their Lord. Right. And you talking about you? You a lover? You want to be in love? You want to be married? No, we, we listen. What we're what we're serving the community now, the marketplace. is going to revolutionize what we call premarital coaching. We don't call it counseling. We call it premarital coaching, and then we call it sustaining sustaining your your uh, premarital your premarital flow. By entering into our coffee in the morning club community.
0: So question. So when when we present this to people and when we sit them down and say define your marriage, do you feel as if this may actually be a detriment to some marriages? Because they're like, you know what?
1: I I was (laughs) sharing this with Caitlin before the other day that one of my one of my greatest concerns is, say, you meet a we get a couple that's been married 10 years. And now I start talking to them about identifying as a lover and defining your marriage and. You know uh, what it means to uh, be a heroic husband, and it's like they start, and it's like, wait, my husband don't do that. Like what? No, he ain't none of that. He ain't none of that. Like he ain't none of that. Like she ain't none of that. Like right. and 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 they and they make a they 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 make a a, a, a decision. Yeah and they get it they take a certain perspective and it's like wait 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 don't panic don't panic right. <laughs> don't panic right. that's not don't why panic. we told you that <laughs> no <laughs> don't panic don't use that as a as a as as a tool for right. you to distance yourself don't know right. um but yeah that, that's going to happen that's going to happen we going it's, it's happened it's happened already that you know, you're know, talking to people and they're recognizing that the characteristics that I'm describing in Heroic Husband, their husband not, not demonstrating. Mm-hmm. right? And so now the, the easy thing to do would now be to blame the husband. Well, if you was doing this and if you was doing that and you was doing this and vice oh. versa. The wife, the wife, the same thing. I hear, I, I'm describing the, the, the wondrous wife's characteristics and, and the husband's sitting like Man, my wife ain't, my wife, man, she ain't, she ain't doing that. She ain't mm. acting like that. She ain't responding like that. <laughs> no, she ain't doing that. You know what? She's the problem. She's the problem. Right, excuse me. So, so that that is something that you know we we are aware of, and I, I'm I'm very careful in letting letting couples know that. Listen, as you as you become aware, as you become more knowledgeable, as you get an understanding, as you become wise in everything that we're teaching you, um, then you'll be able to navigate the shortcomings of what's not um, developed yet in your husband. I I I, I think it was Karen. I was talking. I was telling him, listen, you got to look at it from this standpoint. If you got a husband that's not or a wife that's not fulfilling these things, just look at the upside that they have. They have a, they have a lot of upside, mm-hmm. right? They got no, that's a lot of upside. Way of so at if it. you married them at this condition, if you married <laughs> them in the condition that they're in now, mm-hmm. imagine when they fulfill all that potential that they have, right? Right? You know what? So you got to look at it like that instead of as a negative. Yeah. Like man, he got a lot of room. Or she got a lot of room to develop. She got a lot of man. When she when to that when she get to that level, man, watch out. She's gonna be something special. So that's how you look at it, instead of looking at it as a detriment. But but we have to make people aware because sixty percent of marriages, people are saying, "I quit." They're saying, "I quit," right? That's what's destroying the fabric of our communities and our society. Right? Right? We don't understand the connection. God intended the marital, um, the marriage, the institution of marriage to be the foundation for which our society. Or let me say like this, families are built upon. Communities are built upon families, right? Communities impact, communities build nations. Mm -hmm. When you when you when you don't have the institution of marriage functioning properly, then how can you have a nation functioning properly? It it just won't work. And what we're getting at is 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 giving people a definition, which we gotta mention. Um, we're running out of time here. Giving people a definition of for marriage that's that's functional that's empowering that's 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 going to help them to fulfill their respective roles as a husband and as a wife and we might as well dive into that now um the definition that we want to give you guys is um Mm -hmm. not working properly so do have to go ahead something yeah I don't know what's the problem there do you need to do this is the error button at the bottom. Yeah, we should be good now. Yeah. Um, so we want to give definition to the, this is the, def, as we pursue God, as we sought, as we sought God and we wanted to know, um, look, we want to know a definition that, that, that's functional and that matters is, uh, and this was, this came forth. It says marriage is God's desired mechanism for a husband and a wife to experience the joy I'm sorry, to experience and enjoy the intimacy, pleasures, power, and purpose of oneness. So when you talk about defining marriage, we're talking about giving definition to how a marriage uh, functions and how it, how it flows in the, in the intertwining between a husband and a wife. It is to enjoy, experience and enjoy the intimacy, pleasure, power of oneness. Oneness is the goal. Inside of oneness is intimacy, pleasure, power, and purpose all built inside of oneness now if a if a couple is not on a path to oneness if they're not on a road to oneness then guess what will be lacking in a relationship intimacy huh. right pleasure
3: right.
1: power right. and purpose right. and you wonder why things aren't going where you're going because you are trying to maintain your single attitude and your single mindset and not make a connection with your spouse that's going to that's going to yield you intimacy pleasure power and purpose if we don't give definition if we don't understand that now that that right there alone will solve I don't know countless couples and and you know their their misery within their within their mental relationship
0: so here's a thought you know how I know it happened to many people you get married and your friends start start telling you you changed ever since you know, and then Good. there's there there becomes like a I fair- want to say
1: you damn right. <laughs> I'm supposed to change. <laughs> Stop being silly. Come on, go ahead, man. But
0: there there becomes a. That's like a, saying
1: money don't change. It. Yes, it do. I'm sorry. Go back. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> I got something too. I'm just. I'm you go do on, go, okay. shut Oh, go. go, to, go. Uh, go. Yeah.
0: So it becomes it becomes a fear of loss because for for some people their friends is all they know. And they feel as if they're like their friends really know me. I do not want want to lose them because they actually feel like their marriage is more expendable than their friends.
1: Uh, go. You want to get
2: that? <laughs> yeah. So. So if, if you really think about it, that speaks to that, that speaks to how they identify themselves and who that and who they identify themselves with. Mm hmm. You see what I'm saying? If, if, and I really love how you worded that definition because you used husband and wife. Mm-hmm. You didn't use man and woman, mm-hmm. right? That speaks to how they identify themselves. Right. And if me, Aramis, identifies myself more with my single friends who I've grown up with and, 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 I, and I believe that they know me better than the person that I'm supposed to be building into oneness with, then that's going to determine my mindset about who I care, wh- whose opinion I care more about, who I'm more willing to, um, you know, submit to, cooperate with, you know, spend time with all of those different things. Like, I'm more so becoming one with my friends than I am with my mm, wife. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so really, that's just, that's just a reflection of who they're identifying as and, yeah. and, and, and who they're identifying with.
1: You know, speaking of identifying, uh, one of those things that you have to first identify. This is like my prerequisite. Like when you talk about pre-re- pre 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 coaching, is my prerequisite. You got to identify as a lover. Because marriage was made for lovers. Mm -hmm. And the power, and again, we mention things, we don't get into the depth of them like we do in our marriage mastery course and other stuff because we just, I'm not allowed to for one. Oh, okay, Um, I was about to say.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get get the
1: real reason. But the other thing
3: is, (laughs) the other
1: thing is, uh, it's just, it's it's so so layered, right? And so this week we revealed uh, an aspect of identifying as a lover. That we hadn't revealed before, and it, it's powerful. And it, it, it we, I got the revelation from uh, the life of Jesus, which well, we get all of our revelation from. Right, it's, Jesus was the model husband. He was the model husband. He was the husband that you want to that we that we look at to see how we're going, how we're supposed to love our spouse. And uh, it was when Jesus in John's uh, Gospel, the 18th chapter, when Jesus was about to be uh, arrested and going through his his, his cross, right. And uh Judas showed up with the soldiers. And when the soldiers showed up, they said they had their swords, they had their shields, they had their weapons, and they came, they came, they was like, they was like came ready, crewed up. They was like mm. ready to handle situations if they had to. And it says when they when they came up, Jesus stepped up, you know, the disciples of him. he stepped up, like, who y'all looking for? Like, who y'all want? You know, knowing who they was coming for. He said, like, Who y'all looking for? They said, they said, We're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, he said, he said, I am he. Right? Now, now, he identified with being who they were looking. He identified with being Jesus. And it goes back to the I am that I am statement that we initially revealed the power of identifying when God identified himself as the I am I am or I be who I be to Moses when Moses said, uh, who should I tell them sent me? Mm-hmm. He says, I be who I be. In other, I am who I am. God identifying with being this this God of Abraham, this God of Isaac, this God of Jacob, this God that's able to do whatever it is necessary in order for me to deliver you from out of Egypt. I be who I be. The idea of being is is something that we're teaching on now. Uh, but being is what it's all about. Most counselors, most uh, coaches, they te- they te- they focus on doing before they have someone to be, and that's why they sustain for so long. Then they quit and they fall off, and next thing you know, they back. They need some more sessions. Right, But when you be a thing, doing becomes easier and having becomes the outcome of that. Right. Well, identifying as a lover emits a power. Marriage is spiritual, right? And the spiritual attack on marriage, we call the divorce culture. Well, w- built into the divorce culture, the idea of culture means to cause to think, to speak, and to act a certain way. Well, there's spiritual forces within that divorce culture trying to get you to think in a manner that will produce divorce. Trying to get you to speak in a manner that will produce divorce. That's causing, trying to get you to act in a manner that'll produce divorce. Well, what identifying as a lover does, it causes those forces, those influences to fall back. As we see here, when Jesus said, I am he, it says all of the soldiers, all of the guards went backwards and fail to the ground well we know that the battle for the believer the battle for the husband the battle for the wife in their spiritual warfare is to cast down imaginations and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God well what knowledge can we speak of and apply it specifically here the knowledge of being a lover the knowledge of being a heroic husband the knowledge of being a wondrous wife Right. That's the knowledge that we use to cast down or the thoughts that come with the divorce culture. The imaginations that come with the divorce culture. The mm-hmm. ideals and the ideologies and the way of behaving, and the way of speaking that comes with the divorce culture. Divorce culture will say when 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 the wife calls you and say, Why you didn't answer my phone, why are you checking me like that? Don't be checking me mm-hmm. like that. Don't don't worry about that. what is it? What you want? Right? That's what the divorce culture will tell you to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the culture of love and the kingdom culture it don't tell you you don't you don't speak like that. Right. Right. That's not. That's not. It it thrills my heart that she has the confidence to call me and say, "You better answer my call next time I call you." (laughs) As you said, that means I'm loving right. Yeah. That means I'm loving right because there's a boldness that comes when you're loving people the way you're supposed to love them. Mm -hmm. There's a confidence that they have that there's there's that they can be free to address and say certain things to you when you're loving them properly. Well, when Jesus said, "I am," when He identified with who He was. He, he dealt with those men Who showed up With the mind Or the thought To arrest him
3: mm.
1: He had to allow them To arrest him mm-hmm. Right We have to allow The divorce cultures Influence Into our marriage How do we do that? Well, by not identifying With who we are We're not By not identifying With being a lover Marriage was made For lovers When you identify With being a lover You deal with You cut off Certain aspects of of thoughts and and as you said before when I when I when I uh, identified as a lover listen I called my boys listen man don't call me no more I'm not hanging out like that I'm not going to the trip bars anymore I'm not drinking I'm not doing none of those things because I identify with being a lover that's not what lovers do but if I was to continue to hang out with those guys if I was consider continue to be around them it would just be a matter
3: mm-hmm. of
1: moments yep. before I found myself back in that situation hence coffee in the morning community we have a community of marriage of couples who are moving into growing into marriage mastery it's an opportunity for you to surround yourself and be around couples that that are about enjoying and experiencing the intimacy the pleasure, the power and the purpose of oneness like that's the goal of marriage built into oneness is everything you can desire as a husband and a wife and the community is designed to help you understand that give you an opportunity to see and behold because we know that as human beings we were designed to model behavior we model what we see we behold what we behold we become
3: right
1: right what we see happening i'm watching i'm watching i'm running around with my with my with my 2 year old grandson and my my oldest baby, she ain't even a year old she, yet. Yeah. By eight, nine, ten months, when well, she just started walking. Well, last night, me and me and me and Rockman, we running up and down the hallway. We run up and down the hallway. She stood there, she watched us run up and down the hallway. She, she just watched us. She just stood there. She was watching us race up and down. We got like a long little room we run through. Mm-hmm. She was just watching us, right? Then then I, I was running into the into. Well, I was chasing him into the bedroom, turn the corner. Next thing I know, I hit his little feet. Pattern down the hallway, but they were moving a lot faster than what they normally move. Mm. What was she doing?
3: Right. She was trying
1: to mimic our running. She was trying to run now. Mm-hmm. At at not even ten months old, right? She beheld us running. She just stood there and watched us running. She was just watching. <laughs> she watched a little bit She was just sitting there watching. We went like four or five times. Next thing you know, I'm in the room, I hear these little feet coming down the hallway and it was funny and, and, and the mama came running. look at she's trying to run she's trying to run <laughs> she's mimicking the behavior mm-hmm. same thing happens as adults we get married right we need to be around couples who are striving for marriage mastery we need to be around wives who have entered into that wonder zone we need to be around husbands that's tapped into that heroic zone and we need to we'll see them responding the way they respond
0: so I know that we're, we're going to have to end soon but I would like to touch to. on something
1: <laughs> alright go ahead
0: according to two bars right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So i just want to hit on something personal for you so i know that well people don't know but property has a lot of spiritual children yeah you know including us mm-hmm. how does it feel for you as 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 a father that now that you have this this knowledge and everything how you can affect the children around you with their marriages and a generation oh man them?
1: it's the most wonderful feeling and it, 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 initially it was it was i had to deal with it because <laughs> i had to, i actually called everybody but like like um, when the Lord really started revealing this to us both from the marital standpoint mm-hmm. and the economic standpoint I, listen I had to apologize folks because I didn't know what I know now to the degree that I know it and I wish I had known it mm. because I could have put everybody on a whole different pathway right it's not that they're on different on bad paths now it's just they could have been a lot further along right because I know what I know now and that was just a matter of positioning but anyway um, it feels wonderful to be able to leave a a, a first a legacy of wisdom what does the scripture says? A good man leads an inheritance to his children's children. And the idea of that is Solomon, who was the wisest and the richest man ever lived. He could only be thinking about two things. All the wisdom and all the wealth. The wealth leads to wisdom. To be able to leave a legacy of wealth when it comes to being a lover and when it comes to being a heroic husband and when it comes to being a, wond- a wondrous wife, um, that, that's, that's more gratifying than anything now. The whole idea behind sons and daughters is to grow them to the point to where they no longer they no longer need me. Right. Mm-hmm. They you know, they just need to call me. They don't need me to call me about every little thought and every little decision. They just they get, they like like they do now. They call me and they you know they <laughs> ask me for stuff. But but it's not it's not it's a matter of me now not being concerned about them on their on their own now. I'm preparing you guys to live life and to live married without me. Because unfortunately
0: yeah we could probably have to stop here because I'm getting a little emotional about the <laughs> thought of you not, not being around so we're going to yeah, stop here yeah, folks yeah. <laughs> but um, any last thoughts or questions or anything yeah. okay yeah. awesome oh send us out babe uh,
1: thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of gospel love <laughs> <laughs> There's wait. There's no cuts. <laughs> no <laughs> uh, gospel wait. Love. Wait, this <laughs> one, Gospel <laughs> Love Edition.
3: Are you emotional too, babe? No, big. I
1: you know. No. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> um, everyone, enjoy the rest of your week, and we will <laughs> see you next weekend.
3: Yep.